Welcome to The Privy. I am Courtney, joined by an uh, all-time regular, I would say. But you haven't been on this season at all yet. No, but I'm very excited to be <laughs> on this season. I've been away everyone and inaccessible. Welcome, everyone, welcome Connor back to The Privy. Hi. <laughs> How have you been? <laughs> How have you been? Wonderful. Thanks. What's lot, new? Been, a lot has been going on, um, both um, in my professional and personal life. Um, lots of traveling, actually. Um, I'm leaving for LA tomorrow, about which I'm very excited because hopefully it's not going to be raining there anymore, as mm -hmm. it has been. Mm -hmm. um, and then, oh, I took a trip to Ikea yesterday for the first time. I lost my Ikea ginity. Wait, and you've never been to Ikea? I've never been to Ikea. Well, now I have, but I have never <laughs> been to Ikea prior. Shut up. What did I've you ordered think? stuff from there, but I've never been to the actual store. What did you think about it? It was glorious. Really? Oh, my oh. gosh. Uh, well, going. because I was just like, it was a kidney candy store, and then I realized, I don't need this. I don't need this. So there was a practicality. <laughs> that came into play when I was walking oh, through. Yeah. Luckily, I was with my neighbors, too, and so they were buying stuff, so I couldn't selfishly take up most of their car. Did I mean, I still did, but I just needed to make sure that I got my essentials, what I needed, um, because I had, to, I had to exchange something. I had to get some new stuff, um, because even though I've lived in my apartment for over almost two years now. Has it really been that long? Well, it'll be two years in September, so like it's so, only been so a year not. and a half. <laughs> Exactly. So close to two years, I've been there 11 months. <laughs> no, I've been there like 18 months. But um, I have finally gotten around to really de like decorating everything. It's just been a work in progress because when I moved in, it was very, very bare. Yeah, and mama, because I just I wanted Mama's busy. Mama got stuff to do. Mama very, is trying to pay the bills. Very, mama is traveling. Mama mm -hmm. is trying to keep it all balanced. Mm -hmm. I understand. <laughs> I gotta keep this face out there. I gotta be meeting people all the time. Oh, here's one thing that's really exciting. Just on my end with the. <laughs> And then we'll get into the topic. And then topic we'll actually get into the topic, yeah. Um, sorry, everybody. This is how I talk with all the sidetracks. But I'm super excited to see the final performance of Kinky Boots. I've never seen that. Oh, yeah. Speaking of things I've never done, okay. I am going to go see Kinky Boots because one of my friends is the executive assistant to the producer. And so I get to go to the very last performance. When is it? April 7th. Oh. I had to rebook my ticket back from Chicago for a bachelorette party that weekend. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm just miss missing brunch. I'm there for everything else yeah. that weekend. And I've never seen that show and it's it's leaving Broadway and anyone who is everyone who is anyone that had anything to do with that show is going to be there. Yeah. So, I will be in the nosebleeds probably drooling over everyone in the audience as well as whatever is going on on stage. Oh, I love it. Yeah, you and it's a day before my birthday. You have to tell me what, um, how, what you think of it. I went to see it when Billy Porter was the lead. Oh, and it was well, so yeah, and he, good. that's what he won his Tony for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, I had never seen it. I, I didn't know anything about the story. You know, I'm not really... I'll go I have no idea I'm not a huge Broadway singing person. Like, the singing, and I'm just not really that keen on it. Mm -hmm. But I went there, and it was fantastic. A lot of the the Broadway shows I have actually seen um, by, really by trickery of it all. Like, people trick me to get there, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this is a setup. Um, but Blindfolded. Really... Oh, that's where we're going tonight. <laughs> But it's actually good, though. So, yeah. Um, so yeah you... Well, and I want you to see Choir Boy, even though you might not be able to because it's closing soon. Um, but I saw it on Saturday, and that was another phenomenal show. Um, I went with a playwriting friend of mine who he's he uh, 
really loves the playwright of that story. So Choir Boy was also anyway, I'm trying to get really off topic here. We're doing aren't top, I? top five. Okay, so um <laughs> so how do I want to start? Okay, so basically a lot of people ask me how I come up with my topics. Um I remember at the end of season one, uh there was a question. I asked for people to send in questions that I would answer, and that was the last episode I did. And when it, a lot of the questions actually that poured in were was like, "How do you come up with these topics?" And like, do you have a fear that like you'll never be able to come up with another topic again? Whatever. Well, because you actually, I mean, you are quite successful and successful coming <laughs> um, up with all of these yeah. topics because it, at some point you could probably think, "Oh my gosh, I've already used this," but yeah, I you're mean, quite a, a creative of, individual. Yeah, and a lot of times, like topics will kind of evolve and things will change and and things of that nature, like. Usually what I do is I sit down and I kind of have these kind of creative processes and I write down everything that kind of like that that I really want to like accomplish in terms of topics. And then I'll go to like the web. And for I'll the go, season or? Yeah, for the season or any period. topics that okay. I, I find that are important and I think that we should be discussing. And then I'll go like online and um, I'll go to like the different news outlets or I'll go to Out Magazine or Advocate and kind of see what is like kind of trending and and things of that nature. Um, and then the other way, which is how this particular topic came about, is like just personal experience. So I don't know if you remember from the first season I did the uh, episode on Faggot where it was mm-hmm. a um, actual I experience. <laughs> I know it's a terrible term, but that's the name of the episode. Yeah, I yeah, no, 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 no. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was like a personal experience. So today's topic is very on the lines of that. It was a personal experience that happened to me. And I kind of struggled with whether or not I was going to share the story to listeners, but it was something I've always wanted to kind of discuss and kind of dive deeper. Um, Because knowing the story, too, it's not something that is limited to you. Yes, exactly. Not not to take anything away from it. It's it's not a one-off event. And you are such an intricate part of this because you are... Would you consider yourself religious, by the way? Yes. Okay. Yes. Catholic. Actively Catholic. Actively yeah. Catholic. Now people can hate on that because I'm a shopping cart Catholic. I don't know. What I'll that get means. it. I'll, I'll get into that once we <laughs> okay. start. To okay, got it. All right. <laughs> also, by the way, when you mentioned Out Magazine, it reminded me of how I I get that in print, Out and The Advocate. Like uh-huh. I get those in print, and do you know how I got those in print? It's because I ordered underwear from some company. I think it was Andrew Christian. <laughs> And it was like, spend $35 on underwear and get a free subscription to these magazines. So think, go buy your underwear. <laughs> also be educated. Know what's going on in the world. So a couple of weeks ago, um, I was in Hawaii. Um, it was fantastic. There for eight days. Oh, wow. Ohana. And <laughs> that was just a pause I gave to... <laughs> Don't know what that was about. To not acknowledge what uh, I said. To it's not fine. just try to glaze over that. <laughs> um, I was in Hawaii, and you know, you should start going through social media. And Ellen Page um, was on the cover of Gay Times. Mm-hmm. If anyone follows me on Instagram, I just put like random stuff. It's like what I'm doing today. I'll do like little memes here. I'll do whatever. So I thought the cover was so epic, and I am such a big fan of Ellen Page right now. Right it's, now? Okay, just, right just now. probably over the past, like, two years. Ever since I saw the gaycation on Viceland, I think it is. Vice. Probably Maybe it's Viceland. just Vice. Is it Vice or Vice? Anyway. Well, Viceland, I think, is their TV, like, their 
because they they have all of those different media outlets. Vice yes. Land is so their Vice. actual case cable network. So Vice Vice. is the entertainment Got capital. It. Okay, yeah. so both. I was right. So um, <laughs> so um, Ellen Page. She's done a lot like with education, and she really just speaks out on LGBTQIA topics. Um, and she's so passionate, and she does it in such a way that I admire. To where she's not um, super aggressive, but she doesn't back down. Like, she says what she needs to say, but I think she does it in a way that's respectable. Um, she's not necessarily trying to make an argument. Exactly. Is that you, or, exactly. or get into an yeah, argument. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, is yeah. making a stance. Yeah. She is making a comment. Exactly. But she's not looking for it to necessarily, which could you could take this either two, two ways, but start a dialogue. Right, right. Exactly. It's more or less... Stance, yeah, like that's our stance, and I feel like it's genuine. I think unlike a lot of people in the public eye, I think sometimes when people like kind of take stances, sometimes it's not always as genuine. But from her, I just feel like it's really genuine, and mm-hmm. I really, really, really respect her. Um, so while I was in Hawaii, I posted um, a picture of her Gay Times cover, and I put at the top icon. So I wrote on as an icon. Um, Would you put include her in your icon, your gay icons? Uh... Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I should do another episode on that. You like should. gay icons. Like, you should. Oh, because good that idea. Is, well, and icons are always changing, too. Uh, exactly. Or, or let's just say people are always being added to that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I posted that, and then let me, then, like, I'm going to take a break from that. So I posted it. And so I have a friend who who I briefly told you about over the, over the phone the other day. Mm-hmm. have a friend. We're both from... I probably shouldn't We're even say that. We're going to call okay. this friend Barb. <laughs> he was, <laughs> I really he was am adamant so on calling this person Barb. Uh, whatever. Yeah. So Barb. Or should it be like a gender neutral name? Whatever. So Barb, <laughs> Barb is um, a friend of mine from a long time ago. I won't even go into detail because I just don't want people to Yeah, for like the sake of anonymity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to keep Barb's uh, identity Yeah. Know her from a long time. We both. Mm-hmm. Um, you grew up in the South. Yeah, grew up That's in the South. Big enough. We both lived in LA, which this is. <laughs> I'm just basically good in life. I was just say her name and her and her um, social. Oh yeah, um, her full name's Barbara. <laughs> um, so she, we both lived on the West Coast. We both moved here. Um, we used to be very very tight. Like spoke every single day. Lives were very intertwined. Um, I, it was to the point where I would go to her job. She worked this like third shift job. Um, she but it was nurse? actually it was actually a really cool job. No, no, no. Oh. It was a really cool job that I I won't say, but it was a really cool job. Let's say a concierge type of a job, okay. basically, where I would actually like go to her job and just hang out. So that was like the level of closeness that we were at. Like we were like inseparable. Like I would spend a night. You at would her hang house. out oh, at God. her place on shift. Yeah, yeah. on her third yeah, shift. Cause, yeah, because <laughs> you're a night owl anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's I'm two like, p.m. Courtney's by. just waking up. Exactly, <laughs> two a.m. Oh, 2 p.m. You mean waking? Okay, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have caffeine in here? The the moment. Um, So what has changed in our friendship is that she has, I guess the term is, um, she's saved now? Um, Saved is one one term. I think that's the one that you... um, yeah, saved saved pretty much is they, she had her come to Jesus moment. Yes, and yeah. so she in her spiritual life. Yes, so she has become very religious. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes to um, a church here in the city, which may come out, but I, I'm gonna try not to say it. She goes to a, a the one a, with a, Justin Bieber. Uh, yes, <laughs> she goes to a very mega church um, here. I've been a couple of times. Um, 
Yes. So her life has kind of changed. Um, out of uh, our lives, has just changed. We've just grown apart from that and the things that I do, and our lives has just kind of evolved. But we always kind of keep it cute. We always like catch up, maybe like once a year or so. But like we always like kind of follow each other on social media and like send each other messages when she's. And, like, when she'll go through my hometown, she'll message me, vice versa. It's kind of that sort of thing. I went to her wedding um, a couple of years ago. The whole thing. So, we have that. Yeah. Going back to the post that I made. <clears throat> In Hawaii. Uh, so, this this is all. So, mind you, the relationship was not peripheral up until Hawaii. Like, it was even though you spoke less frequently, it was still... Engaged and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I would respond to something she yeah. posted, vice versa. While you drifted apart, you still remain yeah. semi happy birthdays. Yeah. Um, when I can remember, I'm really bad at people's birthdays. Um, uh, but um, yeah, all that. Like, I consider, and even to this day, I consider it a friendship. And we'll get to like the evolution and like kind of advice because I would love to hear your perspective on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I posted that, and then I get a reply to my Instagram story. Mm-hmm. Her reply was, hmm. She just spouted a bunch of seriously untrue stuff about our church. Such a bummer. But because she has such a substantial platform, no one will unhear it. So I go, it kind of caught me off guard. I almost flipped out, but I said, hold on. Because when was the last time that you talked to her, too? Um, I don't even really know. Okay. Um, Not to make this specific instance like the, y- the main point y- of our just, conversation. It's but... just one of those things for me. And, I, and I've I've actually had to catch myself on stuff like this. Like, people will post something, and I'm, like, I'm typing, like, how dare you? Then I realize, it's their social media. Like, if mm-hmm. I want to have a conversation, you take it offline, you maybe ask somebody for coffee, and you have a discussion about it, if it, if it moves you in that way. Mm-hmm. So I said, I, I thought about it for a while, and I was like, okay, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there. Like, so I say, sorry, babe, haven't heard that. I love her for her work with LGBTQ rights. That was it. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, whatever. Avoided it. She responds, good. That's awesome. Let's hope she starts speaking from a place of fact so that she can help even more people. Because she wants to start a fight. Because Barb is ready. <laughs> Barb's defensive. Well, no, Bar- Barb was in her feelings, which we are all entitled to that. I'm, I get it. So again, I almost left it alone. But yes, then but I she was doesn't so... want to leave it alone. That's the thing. <laughs> so in then, that response, she's not leaving it alone. So I had no idea what she was referring to. I, I wasn't informed, actually. So I was like, what is she talking about? Mm-hmm. So I'm like li- legit walking on the beach. Um, and I decided, I was like, you know what? Let me see what, let me Google this. I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's going to come up. And so part of the article is that she called out, what's his name, Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt, as in... Um, the one that used to be married to... Anna Ferris. Yeah, Chris yeah, Pratt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Chris Pratt goes to this church. I'm just... I mean, basically, you can just Google the church and find out. He goes to this Hillsong. church. Hillsong. <laughs> 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 they go to this church, and um, basically, I think he was on a late-night show. Something happened. I don't know all the details, but I know she called it... She tweeted, it's an anti-LGBTQ mm-hmm. church or in, anti-LGBT church and kind of like kind of called him to to task almost about it and um so in the article um they reference that one of a a former pastor of hillsong did a blog post and it was titled do i love gay people that was the title (laughs) of the the blog post and in quotes the article points out um in this blog post that a former pastor Spoiler, did, it's yeah. not just one word. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Hillsong Church welcomes all people but does not affirm all lifestyles. Put clearly, we do not affirm a gay lifestyle. And because of this, we do not knowingly have actively gay people in positions of leadership, either paid or unpaid. So I will say, um, this was back in 2015. So this was three years ago, right? Mm -hmm. And so I saw that and I just screenshot it because... I would also be curious, why is he a former pastor? Oh, yeah, well, I'm... Let's dig deep into that. I'm not in that congregation. I don't know. You know, for me, it was just like, oh, okay. So my thinking was, oh, okay, well, maybe she's... I don't know what the fact or whatever was that she said that she spouted or that were untrue. Or I guess that Ellen fact. did. Yes. That, that Barb that said Barb Ellen said did. Ellen did. Okay. But I know that, oh, from this, oh, I can see why anybody from the LGBTQ community could be kind of like sent offish towards that. Yeah. Correct? Like, yeah. some, and that's with anything. That's like a company that, like, that's well, like the guy who released a statement uh, for Victoria's Secret. Like, right. he, he messed it up for all people in the Victoria's Secret. No, that may not be the reflection of everyone in a so congregation. So did Mike Jeffries for Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so I send that screenshot and I just put, is this false? <laughs> this probably was a little petty on my part. Part <laughs> two, like I, I'm not, I'm still a work in progress. I mean, at that at that point in time, though, you that was your invitation. You yes, were you so were accepting. Like, you RSVPed yes to yes. Barb's fight. <laughs> to Bar- Barb's so fight. I I go to her. Is this false? Screenshot. Is this false? Her response to this was. What this very biased article is trying to say is that we believe in what the Bible says about marriage being in between a man and a woman, which is not groundbreaking news. <laughs> it's what most churches believe. The Bible also says that anyone who has ever had a lustful thought in their brain is a sinner, which includes me and every other person on the planet. So there's no division. Like, I'm right and you're wrong. It's simply that we are all on a journey and Jesus loves us all. However, Ellen said that we are anti-gay, which is untrue. We have lots of gay people in our church that feel loved, welcome, volunteer, etc. And that we practice gay conversion therapy, which is disgusting. Um, so my response to that was, I had no question about that. I know the beliefs. Wait, I must have retyped. I must type this wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, clearly I did. Clearly I didn't prove anything. I have this. so many thoughts going through my head. So once you're ready, let me know. Mine was in reference to leadership and not having anyone that is knowingly gay as leaders that speaks volume. Right, because she just jumped off on a completely different point. Right. You were solely, she, yeah, I'm she wanted completely. to argue about something else. So I go, and that, my dear. <laughs> It's disgusting, which is again petty. I just shouldn't have did my my dear was just so like below the belt. Like, uh, my dear or sweetie, it's just like you should never go there. Um, and then, and to be clear, being gay isn't a lifestyle or choice, period. Mm-hmm. Because I hate when people compare a lifestyle to like a lustful sin. Mm-hmm. I as well as like I don't know that much about religion and the Bible and its teachings, but just don't do that because I feel like that's just like ugh, like. Dead and cute. And so she responds, um, that was in 2015 and was a fact at that time. But we do have gay people in leadership now. We also, for a while, didn't have 
almost any women in leadership, which now it's almost 50-50. There are lots of areas like that we are working on. We are actively trying to break a very broken mold that has been set by the church for many years. I think the work we've done to reverse the years of damage caused by the church is commendable and still on a journey of its own. And I wholeheartedly believe that being gay isn't a choice. I chose not to reply, and I have not spoken to her since. And no need to. And I probably will. Hopefully, hopefully, I will have a. I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. You'll see. You'll see what happens. Um, basically, I, I just shared this too. It's always been hard for me personally to have friends that are super religious. And I remember meeting you. Um, our mutual friend Angela told me about you and actually that was one of the things that she told me about you. I was like, oh my god, that's like so cool and I've been wanting to do an episode centered around religion mm-hmm. and homosexuality mm-hmm. for... I and we've mean, known each other for how how yeah, long it, and never, we're finally yeah. actually talking about <laughs> yeah, it. I, never, I, I also think religion is very similar to politics. It's like, you gotta be very respectful. You need to use your words wisely. You need to be... Like, I never want to be disrespectful. Like, it is not my motive now to like bag on Hillsong or or what have you or just deem them as like these awful people. I will say from personal experience, having been to the church with her, having been to her wedding, I don't get a sense of welcome. Whether that has anything mm. to do with like... Was maybe, her wedding like in a Hillsong ceremony? Um, It was out of town. It was in the South. Okay. Um, And a lot of her... Think maybe her pastor with them. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and a lot of them were there. Okay. And um, it did feel like a it felt like a disconnection. But listen, completely honestly, that could be me imposing, just feeling like, uh, this is so uncomfortable for me. Or, but wait a second, that was before any of this. Oh yeah, this yeah, 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 yeah. This oh, was yeah, this years was, yeah, ago. This was years ago. Yeah. So but I mean, I, I always I, felt that. I, yeah. I've always felt that. And then I've been to churches where I actually felt welcome. Some there in the south, some in LA, like some all over. Mm-hmm. So for me, I just felt like it's a little bit. It's just not for me, basically. Mm-hmm. So I, I just ended the conversation. I don't feel like it's good to engage in a in a deep conversation about something like that with someone you care about and. Because it could just it could have spiraled because I can get crazy when it comes well, to um and especially having a conversation that deep over Instagram yeah DM. first off this was in uh, this was in a DM she yeah. slipped into your DMs mm-hmm. but even on the phone period whether it's texting or a phone call because that's always my greatest fear whenever I'm arguing I, I choose not to argue with anybody over the phone unless it's absolutely necessary to do it via phone call right. and not in person because with the phone call you have the uh, Ability to just hang up. Yeah. And that gives me intense anxiety. Right. So do it in person because right. then not only do you get um, the opportunity to have a little bit more time and to be able to develop more thoughts in and, and get everything out right when you are there, but also be able to see body language and how they're communicating with you because the communication is so much more than just words. Right. It's also the way that it's delivered. Where's what's the cadence? Um <clears throat> Like when you said, "My dear," even little things like that. Yeah, that was you so could have. Yeah, but see, I, I, I say, I say, "Dear," in a different way for the mo- most part. Yeah, mine is like endearing. Yeah, where in that case it was definitely be- below the belt, like yeah, honey. A little, like honey, mm-hmm. get it together. So yeah, the condescending. Qu- yeah. So the question to you is, how do you maintain a friendship with someone that you don't believe personally supports your lifestyle, and is that possible? 
and I've done an episode like this, I think, in season one or season two, mm-hmm. where it was um, my co-host at the time kind of was in a situation like that. And I just was like, like upset by the fact that um, he wasn't more vocal about it. Um, but like, what are your stances on that? I mean, I've always kind of strayed away from people that are religious, to be completely honest with you. Um, because you assume that? Yeah, because okay. I assume it. But mm-hmm. um, based on like what I know from the Bible and mm-hmm. like things like that and knowing how people think and feel, I never want to be, um, if, if you can't take me for all of it, mm-hmm. then you, you can't have me. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't right. accept all of who I am, I mean, this would be someone that... I would love to have at my wedding um, when I get married. Hopefully, a ring is coming soon. Um, hey. It's really not real life. <laughs> um, but then that, that just like I have all these doubts now about like friendship. And I'm like, oh, like do I want someone like this in my life? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm very serious about like energy and like who I surround myself with and love and that support because this for me is not a is not a choice. It's such a big part of who I am, and so I don't know how to move forward or like I need to figure out how I maintain this. So you go. Well, in an in instance with this person and with Barb, um, I think your friendship has run its course. Oh, Not to say good. that I am supposed to be the Delilah of <laughs> your podcast yeah. um, or tell you what to do or, yeah. or where it's going. Um, when it comes to anybody, I'm going to go out. I'm going to go broad and then I'm going to go in and then I'm probably going to go back out with what I'm going to say. Okay. Um, so with any you are with any relationship you're constantly developing and when it comes to like let's say when that guy gives you that ring when he gets down on one knee and you say yes um we probably won't hopefully. do that i'm i'm hoping that we don't do that but we'll get into that in oh okay episode. well i i want to be proposed to but okay i don't need the knee i just want like just a really <laughs> a really nice ring go ahead, go ahead. oh okay well yeah. that's fine um <laughs> You're more materialistic than my <gasps> gesture. Oh, gosh. Gosh. Go back to this. I'm kidding. I'm totally I'm kidding. kidding. <laughs> I am so kidding. Um, no, so going, on the, uh, going a little bit broad, broader, um, people are always always changing and always developing. And when you do find that individual with whom you're willing to take them flaws and all and you, who's willing to take you flaws and all, it's always – the perfect relationship is one that can evolve and change yeah. – with each other mm-hmm. and when it comes to any sort of friendship then let's say that specifically these types of relationships when you find out that there is some fundamental difference that you two possess there is no need to maintain that mm-hmm. unfortunately depending upon how important that facet of your being is mm. so as an example coming from personal experience when um, I mean, you got to just take me for who I am and yeah. the loud, obnoxious, energetic, um, sassy individual that I can be. Uh, if you don't like that, I'm going to read that right away. And there's no point to try and force anything there. Mm. Um, now, when it comes to having any sort of deep conversation in regards to this of someone who does not believe in my being and my personhood and who I am, there's no need to surround myself right. with them whatsoever. Right. Right. When I was a freshman at Notre Dame, oh, I just threw that out there. Well, this happened at Notre Dame, okay? America, one of America's preeminent Catholic universities. Mm. I was harassed 
at a football game, sexually mm. harassed. And that horrified me. It was my first semester. I Sexually harassed by a male or female? Males. Okay. Males oh. behind me. Oh, wow. Um, at the game. And um, I almost left the school. Oh, wow. And I had to... I, I talked with my resident priest, my rector, and aside from the specifics of the actual story, he said, you're going to encounter these people wherever you go. Notre Dame has its flaws. Everywhere you go, people are going to have their flaws. No, nothing and no one is perfect, but you need to learn to surround yourself with good people. And that being said, going out again, you, you'll surround yourself with... And this is the hard part now that I'm thinking about it, especially with social media and all of these algorithms. Yeah. You surround yourself with the exact same stuff and people yeah. with the same ideology. Yeah. So how do you how do you really open yourself up to new thoughts and new ideas? And it's engaging in conversations with people that don't necessarily need to be your friends. Right. They can be your adversaries, but you can have a decent educated and mature conversation about things so you and barb i'm sure that you guys could have more discussions um about this in specific response to this um but i definitely i have had conversations um with certain individuals and i also refuse to have conversations with other people within who are who were raised within the same catholic church not the specific parish because okay the catholic church is huge Mm-hmm. Hillsong's huge. Catholic Church has 1.2 billion people in it, supposedly. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean that every single person is going to abide by and necessarily believe the exact every single facet of the catechism. And the catechism was also – the church itself was also founded by – it was created while it was founded by Christ. And Peter was the rock on which you know he wanted to build his church. We're human, yeah. and part of the part of being hum, human, and part of humanity is that it's flawed. Yeah, it is imperfect, and we are constantly trying to work on it. Right. Um, but in the case of like this whole this this specific scenario, it's like yes, we're working on it, and look what we've done to make ourselves better. Okay, great, but where does your funda- where does your fundamental stance? lay right um because you said about me or barb barb okay got it about barb um or any individual in this case because um i have (laughs) i have an acquaintance with whom i went to college and um i was friends with him and um i mean we after we graduated we definitely grew apart but he was very close with this other girl who since came out and is in a long-term live-in relationship with her girlfriend, probably Uh soon to be fiancé, and she was not invited. She and her fiancé could not be invited to the wedding because of his family's religious beliefs. And if he was friends enough with her, you'd think that he would get over that. Wow. Because it's not not, not about that. So in a case like that, does she cut him out of her life? I don't know. I don't really talk to her that much. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, if you, if that was your friend and she asked yeah! you for about... <laughs> so for me, it's like, with Barb, right? I have no ill will. I'm not even upset. I'm not whatever. And I, 
it's so funny that you have given me this advice because that's what I would give to someone else. Like, listen, it's Renna's core. Because you don't want to take it. Yeah, you do I not like, want to yeah. take your own advice. I know it's so it's interesting. Tough. It's so interesting because I also feel like there is a part of me, which is what I try to accomplish with the Privy Podcast, is I don't. While I'm in a very different place, and I do love to be around my people now mm-hmm. more than so than ever before. I also think it's important to have friends from different walks of life so you can kind of bridge the gap. And so I would hope, I think... And expose maybe yourself I'm to-, to new ideas and new yeah, ideologies. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, am I ever going to be a member? Absolutely not. But, like, there might be a, a a level of discipline that I may see that she does, that she's learned from church that I could then pass on to my church. You know what I'm saying? Like that's right. just like I mean you're agreeing a, to disagree. Right. Right. But if it's if that disagreement is something so fundamental to your yeah, being. Yeah. Yeah. Why this just I mean, logically it just makes sense. It, it's run its course. And that's just the way that life works because you're gonna meet more people and they're gonna come in and they're gonna go out. And it's it's that those five maybe you know, probably five. I mean, I'm just going to say five because I have five fingers. Um, <laughs> well, I have two hands, but. Um, <laughs> I, I can't with you. <laughs> You're going to have five friends, five true friends that you will probably maintain for the rest of your life. Yeah. But people come and they go. And yet you have no ill will. Yeah. But you agree to disagree. Yeah. Reason, season, or lifetime. Question to you. So you're a member of the church here, I'm assuming? Yeah. Um, how is not that? Not song, but yeah. <laughs> so. The Catholic Church. They, yeah. um, <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I'm just trying to be, I'm trying to be cautious and tasteful. Um, mm. so. Yeah. Did you know you, that's what the T stands for? Have my you, middle name. Have you tasteful. ever, um, you ever been in church and felt uncomfortable by someone that you don't think is comfortable with your sexuality? Um. Always growing up, I felt everyone. But as a grown up, like no. Oh, as a grown up, no. Yeah. As you are, because I now. surround myself. Well, well okay, no, no, that hold is on. A, you can't. That is a lie. Exactly. I've exactly. been at weddings. I have been at weddings where I know and I can feel it and I can see it and I say fuck it. I am who I am. And you say it to yourself, or you say it. I always I say it to myself. Oh, okay, I, I was like, that's a bit, that's a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit much, Connor. Come on, let's have a little respect. Wait, what do you mean? Like, if you said "fuck it" like out loud to the to, to the, the person, person. Yeah, who, like, oh. "fuck it." That's what I was like. Now hold on, let's be very clear for the no. Listeners. Because are you kidding me? They're too intimidated to come up to me and even yeah. have a conversation. Yeah. So you should say "fuck it" and you should live your life. I I say "fuck it" and I live my life because I'm here having an absolute blast at a wedding, celebrating the love of two of my friends and somebody who's probably related to you. Because yeah. Usually, it's a family member. Yeah. Um, How do you separate that? Like how, um, and these are all like personal questions. I always like, but that's about. also, and that's also Cause difficult like, because like how me, do you separate it? Yeah, because like, okay, let's say I were to meet your, I've met your father. They're great. I mean, your people are absolutely amazing. Um, I haven't met your mom yet. I met your brother. You met two my, of your brothers. You right? met everybody except my mother. Yeah. Yes. And my mother knows who's, who's you, who you are. Absolutely yes. lovely. Like without a shadow of doubt, just these good like people. But like, let's say for for an example, they were like just <laughs> awful. Like, I mean, honestly, my like, dad's still working on it. Well, I mean, I would never be able to tell. Um, yeah. But like, going into a situation like that, that is hard for me. Like to have a friend that like 
even parents, mm-hmm. like I, I'm wondering, and this is like probably none of my business, but I, I wonder like, well, what's going on at home? Like if they brought me up, are you going to defend me? Or like, what is your stance on it? And for me, that just makes me feel so uncomfortable mm-hmm. to know that I could have somebody in my life who is even attached, whether it be family, friends, or what have you, who is not going to come to bat for like my lifestyle. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So in that case, how, do you have any ill will? Do you feel a certain way about the person that is the mutual party between you two. You know what I'm saying? So let's say you meet someone that's uncomfortable with your lifestyle. You can sense it, but it is one of your friends. Friends. Oh. Is there a judgment on that person too? Or do you just say, hey, different strokes for different folks? Because for me, that's hard. I don't think I've ever been put in that situation because I know that the individual would go to bat for me. Okay, got it. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm that important to them. Yeah. Not to toot my own horn. But I'm beep beep. <laughs> Definitely did. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's more of like a honk honk. <laughs> it's one of those loud semis. That's my horn. You know I'm coming. Um, no, I've never been in that situation because I think what that priest told me. Um, shout out to Father Doyle. Surround- <laughs> yes, Father Doyle. Yes, surround yourself with good people. And I mean, even even the church, the Catholic Church, is still without going because that's not the topic. Because that can be a whole other. You know what what the church's stance is and how I'm a shopping cart Catholic because it's well, still well explain that because you did mention it at the the I pick and choose what I believe. Oh, you messy! <laughs> yeah, and I mean, some people would argue that that means that you're not Catholic, and it's like, well, <laughs> we're working on it. It's like going into the gym. Faith, faith is all about the struggle. It's a relationship too. Yeah. It's just like a relationship. You're always working at it. Well, when you okay, that brings up a really good point. Then the pick and choose. Um, so I posted something on my Instagram the other day uh, on the privy Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, I don't know scriptures and stuff like that. I think it was in a book of. Well, I don't know either because that's really hard for me because I, I reading the Bible and stuff and like interpreting what, what, what it says and then what the church says of what it says can be so difficult because you know again it, it's made by men, it's made by like not, flesh. O- not only it's made by flesh exactly. Okay. So flawed humans. Um, Leviticus also said no Leviticus. Hair- did I say it wrong? Mm-hmm. Levic- Leviticus? Leviticus. There's a Leviticus. There. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see this eye, y'all. I promise y'all I can read. I promise. I promise. Mm-hmm. Leviticus also said no haircuts, but I guess we are skipping that one, right? right so like, the whole thing with, like to, Samson. Yeah, 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 yeah. So with that, like, since you're picking, uh, since you're a shopping cart Catholic. Um, is that a fair argument when people like say things like that? Like there are a lot of things in the Bible, like you have to say with your husband or they don't believe in divorce and stuff like that. Right. Like, like is that's that the like whole, a like, fair uh, Orthodox Judaism with like yeah. the 600 and some rules of the, the, is that the a fair Jewish argument Bible? when no, I don't think, uh, well, keep going. No, keep I don't, going. I, I don't think my argument's fair. No, not sure. Oh. I mean, someone's argument that would say that like, Hey, the Bible says this, but y'all don't. You don't say anything about that. Is that a fair argument with homosexuality as well? Does that make sense? I don't know what the really the Bible says. The Bible says a man should not lay with another man, correct? Right. Something like that? Right. So it's, it's chiming on something like this example. Is it a fair argument? Wow. I don't, <laughs> I don't know because it's almost as if you're comparing apples to oranges because right. is hair... As important as because se- I will be doing the, I will be doing the same thing that Barb did to me. Yeah. You see how that comes back? Yeah. How she was like, oh, like lustful thoughts and blah blah blah. Where I took offense to that because I don't think I think it's way more important to me. But is that just something personal? 
you know? Well, also one thing that I would be coming to terms with too is the, the, the sharing of the body because at the end of the day, the only, the two greatest pieces that you have in your life to give to anybody are time and physically your body. And this is, is time this a, is not. This is this is the, in the Bible or is this just? This the, is me. This, this is, is the book of Connor. The book of Connor. Okay, got it. And um, you know, God is love to, to to me. Okay, this is remember. This is all me. I'm not like trying to say anything to you, um, but to me, God is love. Love is God with like a capital L. That's why I have a tattoo on my hip that says "Be God's Love," because to me. Um, the sharing of my body and the sharing the sharing of my body is the ultimate gift that I truly can give to someone because right. at the end of the day, this is literally what I have. I have time and I have my body. Right. And on the cross, Jesus gave that to us. Jesus right. literally gave his body to us mm. and hopes that we would then, out of love, give ourselves fully and completely to other people because mm. it's about being filled and being emptied and emptying it out to everybody else. So for me, love is love is love is love. Yeah. And my sharing of that. Now I can't, I can't say, you know, <laughs> I can't say I fall every once in a while and I'm not, and yeah. not giving myself out of love. Yeah. I'm giving myself out of lust. Then that's my mistake, you know, yeah. and that's more self deprecating than deprecating the other individual. Or even the situation itself. So that's a, that's an argument to go along with, like, the man not laying with a man. Yeah. But, it, it, again, it's like, well, that's an argument, and then the Bible is supposed to be or, or said to be um, inspired in an inspired text. So it was written with the help of the Holy Spirit. So when you visit churches. Men. Well, okay, I so pretty much just go to one. Okay, so you don't ever visit churches? I mean, I, not per- I don't make a point to go around to. Why? Because I like St. Paul's. Oh, okay. Okay. I was about to say. I was going to ask <laughs> Because you, they have a very big out community. Okay. That's what I was going to ask yeah. you. So would, would you seek that out or you would just feel comfortable going anywhere to any Catholic church? I would seek that out. Oh, you would? I would seek you that think, out. Is that, and that's some part oh, yeah, yeah, to Yeah. Because to be honest, I loathe going to my home parish in Columbus, Ohio. Oh. I do not like it. Oh, because I, I have felt judged there since I was in grade got school. Got it. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. What what advice would you give to a young Catholic LGBTQ? Um... Know that there's a community there for you. You have to do a little bit more work to find it. Yeah. But they're there, and we're all working on it. We're always working on it. Yeah. And even the people who may be judging you, let judgers judge, but they are working on it too. Just know that you're you are loved, and you've got to. Just take the, a little bit extra effort. It sucks. It very much sucks. But they will have to work on it. And they're ultimately unhappy in some way. And you're looking to find that happiness. And you have to work to find it. What a good, like, end to the, to the episode. Thanks. Oh, God. Here, here we go. <laughs> okay. Everyone... Sorry, we are back to the Connor show. <laughs> I'm off my soapbox now. <laughs> Speaking of Connor show, tell everyone about... Oh, do you want Connor's to- Corner? Yes, yes. Um, so, like we were talking, like Courtney and I were mentioning a little bit at the beginning with um, stuff in pop culture and entertainment. I also have another podcast on which I'm working um, with which various is his individuals, podcast. which is my podcast, my personal podcast. It's called Connor's Corner, um, and it's pretty much conversations like this. But anything that's going on in pop culture, whether that be music, theater, film, television, anything entertainment, books, um, not so much gossip. But, you know, 
It's me, so expect you, you that. You do books as well? Yeah. What books have you done? Well, we're working on... <laughs> so it's, again, in, in the play. <laughs> it's in the works. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, this motherfucker. This motherfucker. <laughs> he ain't got his shit together. <laughs> like my damn book. I have never read about a book. Um, what's the... Connor's Corner. Where, where can I find Corner. it? They can currently find it on SoundCloud. We have absolutely... We, the royal we. We have a no image yet. Um, the royal we is me, myself, oh, oh, and I. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do that all the time on Pose. Like, it's mainly just me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but soon to be on anywhere that you can find your podcasts, being <laughs> iTunes, SoundCloud. Got it. Okay. I'll try yeah. to give you more specific. Okay. And then how can they find you on Instagram? Oh, I'm just the real reader, but we should probably make a different podcast Instagram. But find me at the real reader or the so T H E R E A L R E I D E R. That's me. Oh God. Thank you for being <laughs> Thanks for here for being here. You can always catch me at the preview podcast um on all Instagram and Twitter. Okay, yes. I'll also do you have Pinterest? I do not, and I don't do anything on Twitter, but so I oh, apologize. Okay. It's a it's a work. Mm-hmm. What did you say? It's a work in progress. Work in progress. Work in I progress. didn't say that. You said that. Yes, you called yourself a work. A work in progress. A WIP, baby. That's um, what we all are. Whips. Un- until next <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>